0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled dot lcom slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Welcome to Talking Handles. Derek C. Paul with Jared Timms and Nate Green for our draft edition, draft the MLB draft against tomorrow at four PM. Is that Eastern or, or Pacific? Remind me. Seattle time. It's Seattle. It's in Seattle. wherever it is. So that's what's it's starting. That's where we're going. And the Angels have a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. And it starts now with the draft.
2: First thoughts, Jared. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I'm excited. Uh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of work going into this uh, over the past couple of uh, days and weeks um so yeah it's a it, it's a lot of fun we'll we'll see where we go and um uh, of course you know you gotta follow a follow shameless plug here follow for draft coverage because i'm i'm all over that
3: <laughs> Nate? yeah i'm super excited i love love the drafts, college baseball watching that now getting to see some of these guys it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun weekend or week i guess oh, in the past couple of years
1: we've seen the the angels do some interesting things in the draft one year we were just talking about they took. All pitchers, every single person, and they even hit on a couple of them. They may still hit on a couple more of them. And then last year they became a little more traditional. They 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 pick some guys that we we didn't think they'd take. They've taken guys that nobody even saw in the picture. And here we are now ready for our draft. And I, we got a list of folks with the with the angels picking in a very awkward place, eleven, uh, where you don't get the top guy, but maybe the top guy slips. We got a list of like twenty guys that they may be taking, and they may be taking at any point there, the any any one of them could go. So first things first, what do you think, Nate, is the mentality of the Angels heading this draft? What are they looking to do?
3: Yeah, I think they're going to go college guy. I think that they want someone close who's going to be quick through the system and be ready to go, um, kind of like a Zach Neto, where he should be ready to go within a year or two a year and a half, basically. And that's what I I think they're looking for somebody like that. It it might be a pitcher who could be ready way quicker than that. It it could be a hitter, but I think they're looking at college, college player to get to the bigs quickly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I agree with that. I know uh, angels been linked to quite a few high schoolers this year. Um, That comes down to if you, if you trust the angels development, I said that a lot in phone calls with, with a uh, with a lot of people so if you trust trust the angels development you can go a high school route um, i don't think they go that route um you know i i know a kid like bryce eldridge who we'll talk about has been linked to the angels a lot but um you look at what the angels have done the past couple of years and quick moving college guys you know through the system they don't have you know then you go to a third or they kind of overslot there a little bit and then in the 11th round you take uh, taking us there so we'll we'll see if that continues
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed.
1: So we are referencing like is they were able to get Zach middle under slot last year. They use it. I believe on Kate and Dana, correct? Yes. 11th, so, um, Use that extra money. They are, I believe, eighth this year into eighth lowest in terms of a lot of money lowest. available to them. So they have to work their finances and to their credit, for all the crystals we have of the Angels farm system and their development and how they do things. They have found ways to creatively manage their money to get the guys they want. So, to their credit, there's I'm, I'm not worried about them getting the players they want in this draft if they if they follow them. If you are Parmonazian right now, Jared, and out of this list of nearly twenty five players you, you gave us, where are you looking?
2: Um, it it depends on the draft, to be honest. There there's a there are there are a lot of scenarios floating around. Um, where and we saw it last year when Kevin Parada fell. Um, I mean, actually, last year is a perfect point. I think coming into the draft, everybody was like. Well, the angels are going to take a picture. Angels are taking a picture. Um, and that was this, the case up until 15 minutes, minutes before, before yeah. they picked. Yeah. Um, it was like, wow, you know, the angels are taking a picture. And then it was like, well, Prada keeps falling. Like there's an underslot. There's an underslot. You know, there's one or two moves in here. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's going to depend on the guys above them. So we'll see. We'll see how the draft plays out. And I don't know. Who has the best chance of falling this year? Um, Kyle Teal. Um, I think that if you're looking in the top ten, Kyle Teal. I think he's that guy that he's in a weird spot. Like he's going to get overlooked a little bit, and it wouldn't surprise me if Teal was there for the Angels, and Thiel, the Angels took Teal, uh, the catcher out of Virginia. Um, plenty of other other guys too. Jacob Wilson, I know, has been linked. I don't know if you. That fall, was if you,
3: that I was, was going to be my guy to yeah. fall. Jacob I don't know if he's Wilson.
2: considered falling. You know, no. uh, Jacob Gonzalez is a guy who's picking up a lot of steam as of late um dollander i guess you can say is going to be a guy who fall who, who would fall to the angels louder would fall to the angels um uh, uh, dollander was projected to be the number one overall pick at the beginning of this year obviously you know things change um still top 10 picks still one of the best arms in this draft so i don't know if I, I so the way this draft looks you got the top three college guys in Skeens, uh cruz and langford you, you have to imagine none of those guys are going to be there for the angels right Um, then you go to, then you go to two high school kids and Clark and Jenkins. There's a scenario where Clark falls for sure. And I think that would have been the
3: other guy to fall on the draft would have been Max Clark with with some issues, but
2: there's a scenario. I think it's like a 5% chance that Clark is there. And I think if Clark is there for the Angels, he goes to school because he's asking for a lot of money. Um, but falling wise, I think, I mean, if you're looking at top, top 10 guys, I I think Kyle Teal and Chase Dollander are the two guys that fall to the Angels. Um, but yeah, none, none of those top five guys are, I don't think are fall into the angels. Where are the odds in Nate,
3: that Teal or Dollander falls? I, I think it's pretty good that Dollander falls. Um, Teal, I don't think he falls because he is such a quality college bat. I don't think he's going to fall too much. Um, you, you've seen him as high as five and as low as eight or nine. So I, I I don't see Teal falling. Obviously, he could. I'm I'm not saying that he couldn't. I just think with what he's done, his production, his hit tool, and everything like that, I don't see him falling to the Angels. That I think it's probably about a five percent, ten percent chance. Dollander I think has a good chance to fall because depending on how teams rank him and louder, uh, the Wake Forest pitcher, there's a chance that teams are like, you know, we we would rather have this high school kid or we'd rather have louder and all of a sudden Dollander falls, I think, yeah. And money's going to be a big, big thing with, with Dallander as well. I could see Dollander like that's probably a, a 50, 60% chance Dollander's there for the Angels set 11.
2: You look at it. If so, Dollander falls, will you take him? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Um, he's, he's a guy who's going to move quick through the system. He's a starter until proven. Otherwise it's not a Sam Bachman where it's like, he's got it. He's probably a reliever. You know, he he's got, a, he's got a chance to start, um, you know, but he's probably a reliever. It's flip flopped that way. I think that he has. I think Dollander has a better chance to start than he is a reliever. However, you're getting a damn good reliever if he is a reliever too. Um, back to back to like the money situation though. Um, you, you start looking at that side of stuff in the Oakland A's range, maybe the Twins range. The Twins could go underslot there. Um, I think Oakland is the first team to you know probably pick if, if <laughs> it comes down to Minnesota. Minnesota can underslot. I think Oakland takes. Probably one of those high schoolers. Cincinnati is looking probably pitching, so louder, Dollander, and that at that point. Kansas City, if you look at their track records, more of a high school um, prep side of stuff. So you think that they go that way. But if somebody no- does fall Noblemeier to them, Meyer
3: would be the guy.
2: Noble Meyer makes a lot of sense there. Colorado has picked my guy, the guy that I've wanted in each of the past eight drafts. So um, I'm kidding there. Dollander, <laughs> you know, there's a chance Dollander falls goes there as well. He fits the mold. Um, with, if the Rockies are going to pick pitching, um, Miami tends to go prep, you know, high school athlete, um, but they're getting pretty close too. so do you, does Miami start looking at a quick moving pitcher that might be able to jump up or a quick moving position player that might be able to jump up there? And then you have the angels. So, um, there are a lot of questions. There are a lot of different routes that this, that this draft goes and It's going to end up coming down to money because we saw it a lot last year where somebody is going to get underslotted and early because, you know Pittsburgh has done it before where they took Henry Davis they underslotted him and then they went and they took two other first round guys in in the second and third round and Bubba Chandler and and I am trying to think of who else went in that draft but um that that was a really freaking good draft. Solomento? was that Anthony Solomento draft? Yeah, Solemenzo might have fell there too to him. And they went really underslot with uh, Davis and then went overslot overslot with Bubba Chandler and Solomento. and it was like wow that's that's you just got three first three you know, top twenty guys with your money. So there's always that. You know, like you're gonna have a lot of deals, um, that take place before the draft, and it's uh, like I said, nobody really knows what's going on, uh, but you have to look at what's happened in the past to teams and what the, uh, what uh, they, I guess, kind of in a sense, I, I wouldn't say need, but um, just kind of trust your trust your gut on a lot of this stuff.
1: It seems that the Major League Baseball draft is much more of a crapshoot than say the NBA draft and definitely, you know, definitely the NBA draft, the NFL draft in that you're taking from schools across the country, with rosters that are 26, 27 deep, you're taking from high school, which those, those programs aren't doing for the most part. Um, What, what helps a team set themselves apart in the draft, knowing that this player pool is bigger and it's much more crapshoot.
2: Money. Money, 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 money. Um, absolutely. You know, it, that's something that the Angels don't have a lot of right now in this draft because they signed Tyler Anderson. They lost a the second round pick. A lot of people look at that as like, oh, they lost a pick. You got to look at it as they lost money. You know, the Angels lost one point, whatever million dollars in, in money. They could have overslotted in the first round. They could have, you know, done something a little bit different. You know, you can talk to guys and see if they'll go in the third round, you know, overslot a high schooler in the third um you know overslot somebody in the second cuz they got that money like there's there's so many different things that that could happen um but it comes down to money a lot of times you know um where i don't it doesn't come down to that with uh with football or basketball as well as i feel like there's so much more scouting that goes on i feel like football and basketball is so much easier to scout than than baseball you got guys that have to go through the minors um, and you got guys that are, you know, fifth, sixth, eighth, 20th rounders that make the pros, like that doesn't happen in any other, any other drafts, you know? Um, so I like to think about it a little bit more of like the, the, the NH, NHL draft in a sense, you know, where you got guys that have to go through the minors, you're drafting these young kids. How are they going to develop? How are they going to grow? Are they going to get bigger? They're going to throw harder, you know, hockey, are they going to hit harder? Are they going to, you know, <laughs> get faster? So yeah, I think that this is, it's so tough, um, to draft, baseball wise but that's why it's so important to have good scouts and that's something you know that the angels have gotten you know a little bit better on in the past years so nate it's your
1: you're you're the, you're the general manager i already asked jared who are yep. you team
3: i'm praying that jacob gonzalez falls that's one of my favorite players in the draft uh, uh, i've been on this guy for a long time um Obviously, you you know, Skeens and Cruz are going one, two, you know, Langford's going in the top five. So you're not worried about those guys. Um, but once you get into that, you know, right after those, that high school Jenkins pick, you're probably looking at Clark on any of those guys are available. Jacob Gonzalez would be the, the number one guy on my board from, from that perspective, because he can play, he could stick a shortstop. He can move to third base. He can play second base. Like he'll be able to play all three infield spots. He should be a quick riser, doesn't strike out that much, um, takes his walks, hits for power. I I don't think there's really anything in his game that you're like super worried about. Um that's from a position player standpoint. If if you're going pitcher, yeah, I, I'm with Jared where you're hoping Dollinger falls. Um those are the two guys. If both those guys are taken, you're 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 in that awkward spot where you probably are going to do the normal thing of slot and, and hope your guys are there in the third and hope somebody's there in the 10th that uh, got passed. But yeah, Jacob Gonzalez is the guy for me. So let me make sure this is right. You guys have this list of,
1: you know, 20 players. Okay. That's what you sent me to go mm-hmm. through and everything. And yeah. There's really kind of two that you're really kind of pinning your hopes on right now. Otherwise they're going to go on our slot. So that's kind of discouraging. Like in, in the, Sense of it, but with uh, if you're going underslot and those guys are gone, Nate, where
3: are you going? Underslot, I, I think the way the angels go, and I don't know if I would go this way, but I think the the way the angels go is I think they go Matt Shaw out of Maryland. Um, I think that he Jared Jared and I were actually talking about this the other day. He's got a little bit of Zach Nettle in him with, uh, with his swing. He was the uh Cape Cod player of the year last year. That's the guy I think they go with if our guys are taken which very easily could. Um that that's probably the way they go. Jared. Sure. Um
2: going back to what what you said previously, it, it's easy to have your heart set on set on some guys. Like I think I I said it a little bit earlier like Colorado has taken my dude, the guy that I wanted. Like, I love Zach Veen. <laughs> I thought Zach Veen was one of the best players in the draft. Um, I, A guy, I, I'm trying to think of who uh who the kid was in San Diego um that got drafted, and I saw a whole bunch of him. He got, I think he got Jackson traded in the Nationals.
3: Merrill? Who? Oh, I was going to say, oh, it's uh, James Wood.
2: No, nah, the other kid. I, I'll remember his name. That's a kid that I had my heart set on. Like Robert was, Hassel? He, yeah, it was Hassel um hassle was a kid a couple years ago i was like dude this kid this kid's a stud like I, I really like this kid in high school um you can kind of see the way that i like to like to go i'd prefer that the end that you know i like the way that billy drafted the high upside um the, the guys that you're gonna have to develop um and you know you have a chance to develop and they have a chance to be superstars joe adele had ch- has a chance still has a chance to be a superstar jordan adams you know, we, we he probably isn't going to be a superstar, but he's 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 a stupid good athlete. And that's what the Angels did for quite a few years was draft really high upside guys like that. Um, on to what what you're saying now, yeah. I mean, my heart's like I, I like Jacob Gonzalez, I I really do. Um, I like Dollander if he's a starter. I already mentioned it. I, I don't think the Angels are going pit, uh, uh, prep pitching, but Thomas White, Tommy White, I I really like uh, the lefty um, there. Uh, it, but if you're going under slot. Tommy Troy is another interesting name out of Stanford. Mm-hmm. Quick mover, mm-hmm. um, Matt Shaw. You already mentioned it. I, I kind of posted a side by side a couple days ago on Twitter and Threads. By the way, um, <laughs> that uh, that they they kind of like they're not that similar, but like you understand what the Angels are doing. They have that little high leg kick. They got the hands going to the knee and then coming back a little bit. Um, Shaw is a little more compact than Neto is, um, but y- you see the similarities there. You see a quick moving college guy that goes probably straight to Rocket City. Um and then after Rocket City has a chance to, you know, be up next year in in Matt Shaw. So that's that's an interesting name. Um, i I really like Brayden Taylor. I saw him play early in the year at TCU. I think he's got a chance to be um not an all-star, but he's got a chance to be an everyday third baseman. Um, you know, a two seventy hitter that's gonna hit 15, 20 home runs for you and play solid defense. And you can't be upset about that, <laughs> you know, when when you look at a, when you look at a kid like that um Colin Hawk the high schooler um it probably sticks at shortstop right now I think he's about six foot really really interesting kid there as uh as well and then I can't can't forget to mention Jacob Wilson I I think that he is Gio Urshela but if you're getting Gio Urshela you're not horribly upset I think he's a little bit probably a little bit better hitter I think he's a little better defensively than Gio Urshela so maybe a tick up from that um, but you're not upset about doing that. I want to get a, I'd rather get a dude in the first round, but you're not upset with a, a kid that's a major leaguer. I mean, you look at what Matt Dice has done, Taylor Ward, it took them a while to develop. Um, but you know, they've been major leaguers and they haven't been too bad. I know you hate that.
3: Yeah. I hate that term. Absolutely hate that term when you say, oh, they made the major leagues. Congrats. You got a cup of coffee. Like if you're getting draft in the first round, we want you to be an impact guy. Impact impact. I just mean like I want you to be mm-hmm. a part of a team that's going to. Uh, I, I want you to be on a team that's going to be winning. Like I, I don't need yeah. you to be like a one fifty WRC plus. But if you're putting up a one hundred five WRC plus, I'm I'm fine with that. And yeah, I could see Jacob Wilson doing that. But and- he's just not the. It's not the splash that they could make if the right guys are there. It's kind of like. Safe pick. Yeah, he'll make the big leagues, but not the flashy splash player that, you know, a a Chase Dollander could be or a Jacob Gonzalez could be. So I, I understand it, but it's just not as fun.
2: Yeah, and I, I'd feel I'd feel not right if I didn't mention a couple other guys. Like you get a kid like Blake Mitchell, who's a high school catcher, and he's going to stick a catcher and has a chance to be really good. He's got a chance to be like a Harry Ford type of guy. You know, he has a chance to be really freaking good. I don't think the Angels are going to take him, that type of guy. Same thing goes with a a kid like Aiden Miller, who's a third baseman, first baseman type of guy, who has a chance to be a superstar. He's got a chance to hit 30 home runs. Um, Kind of reminds me a little bit like the Brady House type of situation, a little bit smaller than him, but kind of that Brady House situation. The Angels were were linked to Brady House for a little while, too, and I think the Nationals ended up taking him after him. Um, you, You look at other guys. Enrique Bradfield, just an absolute stud of an athlete Um, there at Vanderbilt uh, he's getting Kenny Lofton comps. I, I'm not in on it. I don't think he's a superstar splash, but I mean, if you're underslotting and taking him in the first round, saving money for the third round in that 11th round, like the angels have done in the past, it's not a horrible pick, you know? So everybody gets fixed on this first round pick and, and granted, we're not helping this out by just going over first rounders, but you have to remember there are 19 other picks that the angels are going to be having And how many of those guys have, have been called up and produced at the major league. I mean, Ben Joyce was a third rounder, last year and he's already up and 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 producing at the major league level. So, um, yeah, we get f- fixed on the first round. Um, one other guy I feel like I have to mention as well, is Thurston Waldrop We haven't mentioned him yet. The uh the pitcher out of Florida. I think he's a reliever. It's very Sam Bachman S. Um, so that's why he again fits the mold of what the Angels have done in the
3: past. One more guy you've missed. <laughs> I I just have to just because ESPN just mocked him to the Angels and I think that it's a possibility with Um, where the Angels are headed. Nolan uh, Nolan Chanel from FAU, first baseman guy. They list him as a potential corner outfielder. I think he's more of a first baseman, but um, he raked this year. He could be a quick guy through college bat, and he plays a positional of need. I know we don't draft based on need here, but possible, right? I have to bring him up just because he does have some power and and he does have a good hit tool. So you never know.
2: Dude, I keep forgetting guys too. I'm sorry, Derek Bryce Bryce Eldridge as well. Like two I way. Was about to ask about yeah, him. yeah. Bryce What's Eldridge, about? the two way out of high school. I know Danny Hawken, uh announced for the Angels. Coach, coach for the Angels loves the kid. Played on team USA. Uh, I think pitching wise, he has a chance to be a reliever. I think hitting wise, he has a chance to be Cody Bellinger. So he could be a guy who hits 170. He has a chance to be a guy who you know is an MVP. So it. Just another high school kid. So if you trust the Angels, their development and everything like that, then it makes a lot of sense. You know, if you don't, then you got to kind of shift away from that.
1: I kind of wonder too how much their process is going based on what they're doing. So let, let me throw this out there. And again, remember, guys, I'm, I'm, when it comes to the draft and things, I've been more of a football guy in my life. So these are questions coming from a different mind. And what the Rams do year in and year out is a. They draft based on who's leaving. Like, okay, we know we're going to have holes here, here, and here, so we're drafting now and developing. For the Angels, they, they have some decisions to make, which we've talked about to the point of just, you know, killing a horse uh, coming in July. And let's say they make those decisions where they get some prospects back. In that scenario, and if they know they're going to do that, if they know they're going to do that, would they, wouldn't they be more likely then, to go after high school players, knowing that you've been refilling with more closer to major league ready prospects through deadline trades.
2: Yes. And it's something that I brought up off the record, you know, a couple last couple days is Perry, like this could be Perry's last draft. Like how much do you put in Perry's hands in this draft? Right. Like as weird as that sounds like if, if, Shohei gets traded, and we didn't talk about Shohei this entire podcast, so I feel like we have to. If Shohei gets traded, you you have to blame somebody, and you know, if the Angels aren't winning, they don't have a winning record, they aren't going to the playoffs. Is Perry out? Like, I think Perry's kind of on the hot seat right now. So how much do you put into Perry's hands during this draft, knowing there's a chance Perry might not be here this summer, you know, and he's gonna be drafting a he's he might be drafting this college kid that's a quick mover, like that doesn't fit the mold of a, a new GM coming in. Like there's that scenario right now too. So I don't, I, I obviously the draft's in Perry's hand hundred percent right now, but um, it's an interesting thought to think about, you know, like do, do, do Perry's going to draft his guy, but he also might not be the GM come into year.
4: They-
3: yeah, and I, I think it's an interesting question to bring up because, you know, if the Angels do trade Joe Heotani, they're probably going to get some pieces back. But here's the thing. There is a small core right now with the Angels. Like, it's not like there's no core right now. You have Zach Neto, you have Logan Ohoppy, um, you still have Mike Trout.
2: Randon, D- Mickey you Moniac, Allen, you Joe know, Adele, like Ford. Joe
3: Adele could be part of that as well. Like there is yeah, a small a core a, and, a, and depending on what you get back you in a Shohei Otani trade, which you're going to get back, you know, I'm hoping three to four pieces, two or three of them are going to be like playable within the next year or two. Why wouldn't you go take a college kid and say, Hey, look, be part of this young core. You're a year away from being up here. We traded Otani. We kind of gave up on this year because, um, it's just not our year. We're going to retool in the offseason. We're going to go get a pitcher or two. Uh, we're going to go fill a hole. And now all of a sudden it's, um, April, May, June, and you're calling up Jacob, Jacob Gonzalez or, or, you know, Chase Dollander or whatever to help finish the product that you've, you put together. So I, I understand where you're at where, you know, maybe you go that high school route, but I think with, Kind of the young guys that you have right now, and you don't really know what you have in the minor leagues. With um, Iron Paris is playing in mind. the futures game today or tomorrow. Uh, you have Edgar Caro, who's a little bit of a ways away. So now you start to put in another college kid, and it starts to really boost that farm system of like, hey, you have some guys really close, and maybe you need to go get one more piece maybe the missing answer is a starting pitcher and you got to, you got to move Carroll or you got to move Paris or you got to move somebody to go get him. It, it, it makes things a lot easier to refill. I think.
2: Yeah. And that's a scenario actually that you, it's funny that you bring it up. It was brought up early on in the, in the draft process. It's like, we, we, we put catchers on this list. You talk about a guy like Kyle Teal or Blake Mitchell who are staying there. And it's like, well, the angels have, have catching, they have catching, they have Logan Hoppy, they have Edgar care. They have, you know, they have guys that they can go to. It's like, now, if you draft a Kyle Teal, and now he's, you know, platooning with Logan O'Hoppy, you know, and and all of a sudden Edgar Caro either becomes a guy that you can move to first base, you can move to the outfield, you can trade him, you know, there, there's 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 that chance. I'm def- definitely so. There's never an issue with enough depth. <laughs> I'm never upset with depth.
3: That's the. When- that's one thing too, Derek. I I wanted to mention for for Derek and for some other people. In this draft, more than any other draft, where they are taken, the position that they are taken at, there's a good chance that that's not their position when they make the major leagues. So like in the NFL, if you're drafting a quarterback or you're drafting a running back, they're probably sticking at quarterback or running back. You might have a corner switch to safety, little things like that. But just because Jacob Gonzalez is a shortstop, there's a very good chance that he gets taken. He's up in a year and he's playing third base or he's playing second base or um you you take another like matt shaw matt shaw gets drafted he probably shifts to second base tommy troy you know could shift to second or third so like kyle teal could shift to first base uh he doesn't have to be a catcher so you don't have to necessarily get caught up with the position they're gonna the position they're drafted at more of what where do you see them potentially fitting in on this roster
2: Logan Hoppy could move to the outfield because that bat plays right. Do you move the bat? Do you move the bat as a, as a catcher?
1: I think you you know when you're looking at the catch position. I can think back two years from two years ago, and there was no there was nobody in the system. So credit to to Menagian for getting a couple guys in the system, and that's why I also wouldn't shock me if they go and they add more to the system, like you mentioned that you could trade. I do want to mention one thing before we go, and that is. Kyron Paris. Kyron Paris was actually the first prospect we ever interviewed for Talking Halos. So it was a little special place in our hearts. Good luck today, dude. Go get him. We hope to see him major next year. I mean, I would love to see him up. Um, Just because he was one who gave us an interview and gave that first shot as well. It was, I think it was our first year for Talking Halos. So pretty cool stuff. Good luck, dude. Alright, closing thoughts as we get ready to see, see a the rest of baseball, we can go. Nate?
3: Just to uh, keep it consistent, how is Tucker Davidson still on this roster? Um, he's got to be cut.
1: Okay. You're going to keep saying that every episode, aren't you?
3: Until he's gone, yeah, pretty much.
1: Jared?
2: Uh, three things. Interviews on the website, TalkingHalos.com. Uh, check out the merch. Nate, stand up, please, for me. There's, uh, there's a nice shirt there for you. We're working on getting some merch going. Like that, TalkingHalos. We're watching on YouTube. Working on it. Um, and the Angels are going to take uh, – uh, if I had to pick one person, they're taking Chase Dollinger. I'm going to stick with my uh, stick with my thought there. I think they're going Dollinger.
1: For me, I'm going to say this. Tyler Anderson. You're talking about for Tucker Davidson? For me, it's Tyler Anderson. That was the biggest waste of money possible. So I just wanted to say that and get out of here. All right, guys, we'll be out of here. Um, look for some interesting program this week. because These guys are going to talk some draft.